0: Welcome to The Gathering Place
1: with Blessed Is She. I'm Jenna Gizar. And I'm Beth Davis. Pull up a chair and grab a drink. Or you could just keep doing what you're doing. Pull up a chair in your heart. (laughs) Come chat with us about Jesus, prayer, community, and life. So
0: let's get started. Howdy, Beth. Jenna. Hi. Do they say howdy in Nashville?
1: Ooh, good question.
0: I don't know if they have cowboys
1: here. Here in Nashville? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think so. You know what I was thinking about the other day? What's that?
0: What is it that you do right when you wake up in the morning? First thing in the morning. First thing. Open your eyes. What? Hit snooze. How many times? I don't know. What? on the day. Give me an average. Two? So you sleep again for another 18 minutes with a little nine minute interruption. Yeah. Great. Sounds need, like a really deep REM sleep.
1: I sometimes have my most fascinating dreams in that nine minute snooze fest. This is not a great question for me because I could okay. use some help in the Let's morning hear it, routine best. department. What I'm, do
0: you do after snooze a few times?
1: Sometimes I'll even go to the bathroom, come back and go back to sleep for eight more minutes. Only one minute bathroom potty. Quick. Gotta wow. make it quick because I don't want to wake up all the way. I should just stay awake. But I don't. Then I think, oh my God, I slept too long. Then I panic. I'm a night shower. So then I wash my face and brush my teeth. You wash your face in the morning? Do you not wash your face in the morning? Why would you? All you did was sleep. I know you're sleepy. You got some sleepy eyes. No. And you like need to wake up. No. (sighs) Jenna, I don't You need a lot of help, Beth. I do. (laughs) From your lips to God's ears. Tell me about your morning routine.
0: I wake up. And I have the huge poster that we sell in the Blessed Issue shop that I'm obsessed with. And it says,
1: rise, let us be on our way. Maybe I need that poster. You do.
0: That do would be the answer it? to all of your problems. Okay, But it has to be right where you like wake up and open your eyes and see it right away.
1: What if it was on the ceiling? No one's sleeping with their head <laughs> up, <laughs> like facing right up to the ceiling. Right on your back.
0: No one's sleeping like that.
1: Nobody. Everyone's either? on their side. Okay, interesting. We'll take a poll. Okay. You know where our love of that verse came from? In, in Sinu Jesu, Jesus said that to the priest in prayer. Yes. He said like, oh, that my priests would wake in the morning with this verse on their lips. Rise, let us be on our way. Because Jesus says that to the disciples in
0: John 14, verse 31.
1: On his way to his crucifixion.
0: He didn't say, all right, guys, I got to get moving. Come on. He's like, rise, we're doing this together. Let us be on our way. I don't know, just this idea that he's with me while we're going. It's not sending me off. It's not watching me from far away. We're in this together.
1: The analogy of the Christian life as just a physical moving forward with the Lord. Yes. Physically just walking. So it's totally helped because a lot of times
0: priests have recommended to me, do a Hail Mary, do a Our Father, do a Glory Be in the
1: morning. Yeah. Start your day like that. Morning offering.
0: I do love the morning offering. But this one's just easy, and the Lord is with me.
1: Well, Jesus is speaking to you. That's yeah. different. It's not you making a resolution or like by your own effort, like, okay, I'll get up and I'll get going and offer this day to you, Lord. No, I'm being yeah. called out of bed Yes, to follow Jesus. Yeah. And I'm not going alone. Let us be on our way. yes. We're going into this day together.
0: You guys, I can't tell you how much this has changed my every single morning. Do you know what I wake up to, Beth? You don't even want to know what I wake <laughs> tell up to. Tell me. I want to know. It's just chaos. Yeah. There's people without pants on. Little people. Just cereal everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just a mess. And he's just with me. No snooze button for you. Yeah, because you can't snooze children imagine
1: (laughs) everybody listening knows you just reached out and touched my nose (laughs) well you're selling me on this poster because I need some morning motivation I too have tried the morning offering yes for a while I was feeling like maybe if I did a our father hail Mary glory be but I wasn't into it I was still sleepy and like not really praying Yes. Then I tried to just go with a Hail Mary. Yes. Hit or miss on those days. I at one point memorized an even more succinct morning offering that a priest friend of mine prays. Let's hear it. I can't remember it now. (laughs) I stopped praying it. I'm not good in the morning. You know what I mean? I will say, in my defense, (laughs) I get up and I rush out the door to go to the chapel. But I would like to kind of sanctify my morning yeah. from the moment I open my eyes. Do
0: you think if you had 18 minutes, it would feel as rushed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm truly not kidding. Oh, tell me everything you're thinking. She's crying right now. It's
1: so, funny. it's so true. No, Jenna, I don't think I would feel that rushed. I do pray <laughs> just not <laughs> with gusto first thing in the morning
0: i'm not feeling gusto
1: i'm just like
0: okay here we go that's good
1: saint jose maria Escriva. i'll buy you that poster for your birthday Beth. <laughs> thanks jen
0: february 8th everyone
1: <laughs> saint jose maria escriba talks about the heroic minute And I've been so convicted by that, yeah. but I really lack the discipline. So instead, I just feel guilty every day. The heroic minute is no snooze. You set your alarm for the time that you need to wake up, and you get up right away. Oh, Jenny wrote about it. That's always fun when our people pop up. Conquer yourself each day from the very first moment, getting up on the dot at a fixed time without yielding to a single minute of laziness. If, with God's help, you conquer yourself, you will be well ahead of the rest of the day. The heroic minute, it is the time fixed for getting up, without hesitation, a supernatural reflection, and up. The heroic minute, here you have a mortification that strengthens your will and does no harm to your body. Thank you, Mama Needs Coffee. I'm obsessed with that. Yeah, I want to be more virtuous. Yes. Yes, I need to start the day with a win. It is just making a decision. So many things in this life are just about making a decision. Not even just the Christian life.
0: Totally. All of parenthood is just teaching them to make the right decision.
1: Who are you going to hang out with today? How are you going to treat so-and-so? One bad decision and the whole day is off the rails, you know? And I think maybe that's what's behind the heroic minute. You start the day already having conquered the day. Yeah. So then whatever comes, you're like, well, I already did this hard thing. I already said no to my passions, to pleasure, laziness. Yeah. So of course I can face this other thing. I love that.
0: That's why I also like our new sticker that we just
1: shared about
0: only for today. I just think it's always just about today, Mm -hmm. which is something that's so hard for me to do, thinking ahead about what's coming up next and all the things I need to get done to prepare for the next season. But like all I have is today only for today. I can live for the Lord only in this moment right now. You know, I so much want that to be like stamped in the front of my brain. Anytime I even want to talk about someone negatively or gossip or even how I speak in terms of cussing or right speech in general, I guess I want to just live only for this moment to offer this moment up to God.
1: It's all we can control anyway. It's the present moment, our behavior, our cooperation with the Lord in the present moment. Right. I
0: think so often we can think of this life or our lives in general and not even in regards to the Lord. We can think, what's coming up next? How am I contributing to society? How am I contributing to my family? How am I growing in my vocation? As opposed to, it's just today, just today. We can be open to the Holy Spirit. Just today, we can work on being more charitable and being kinder and having a softer heart.
1: Don't you think if that was your motto, only for today, yeah. if you really prayed that poem, prayer?
0: Yeah, it's called a daily decalogue from Pope John the 23rd.
1: If you really prayed that and believed that all I can control is today, that graces are available today, Yeah, that would free you from a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, also a lot of laziness of like, well, I'll get to it Interesting. later. So That's if, I, good. if I try right now only for today, I'm going to be totally present to my work or to my family because I'm not promised tomorrow. So I want to give my very best with the Lord in this moment today. Yeah, I wonder if that could be the cure to a lot of vice. I love that. I think all the time about that Christine Kane clip that we love. I don't even think it was in a talk. She was like being interviewed and she was talking about Christian friendship, especially friendship with women and how our conversations can tend toward talking about people, about other people's business and making judgments on other people. And she said that she wants to be about the father's business. So, Jesus says that not in our NAB translation. He says, I must be in my father's house when he was lost in the temple. Although he wasn't lost, he was clearly on a mission. Yeah. <laughs> but other translations, King James says, I must be about my father's business. That scripture has given her a direction for her life, it informs all of her conversations and interactions, how she structures her day, that she's about the father's business.
0: Even she mentioned the friends that she picks, the people she surrounds herself by. Right. Am I surrounded by people who are wanting to talk about worldly things in the sense of more gossip as opposed to, you know, talking about the world and how we can help it? Or am I friends with people who are seeking what's above? Not the people who are looking down on anyone else or talking badly about anyone else. I know that gossip is such a trite thing that we just think is not a big deal, but it's seriously poison.
1: -hmm. I think even if you're not talking about people, some secular conversation is just empty. Yeah. What are we talking about? Totally.: How is this making me holy? I think we've both been in conversations with people where you're just wondering, like, what are we talking about? What is the point of this? I feel tired yeah, in this conversation, I leave that dinner kind of just feeling yucky and down and it was fine, but it was void of any real purpose. Whereas when you spend time with a friend who is about the Father's business and you're sharing mutually what God's doing in your life, what God's doing in their marriage, what God is doing in their prayer, there's like an energy that comes. The time passes faster, you're more engaged your mind is like opened up to possibilities about how God wants to be with you.
0: Yeah, you leave that conversation wanting to pray. Totally. You leave that conversation wanting to be close to the Lord as opposed to leaving that conversation feeling empty and...
1: Kind of vaguely sad. Yeah. Like just tired. Yeah. I think we need to pay attention to our bodies even (laughs) leaving conversations like that, whether it's girlfriends or what you're watching on TV or the music that you're listening to. I just had that experience last night. I was like trying to figure out this artist is everywhere. I don't understand what she's about. Yeah. Like a musical artist. Yeah. What's her deal? And I was like listening to her music and watching her videos and going, okay, it is really creative, but it's also really dark. And just because she's super talented, I don't need to invest myself in her lyrics, which are like drawing me down, drawing out these like darker parts of me. So I think it's a good rule for life, a good measure that Jesus gives us to be about the father's business.
0: Yeah. Since hearing that from Christine Kane and since making that poster, I've kind of put those together, even though they're in different parts of scripture. In terms of rise, let us be on our way. Let's be about the Father's business. Let's do what the Father's put us on mission to do. Not even saying like a big missionary thing, just loving my children who threw cereal all over the floor. Let's be about the Father's business and serve those who are in our families who are closest to us. Let's be about the Father's business and turn to Him and be united to Him. That's what the Father wants. That's the business He's a part of.
1: Do you know what I think it is, Jenna? I think it's just purpose. Yeah. Living with purpose.
0: But I think people think purpose means their job. Okay. So then it's like, well, I don't have a purpose.
1: But I think Jesus is purpose. Striving for holiness and telling other people about the reality and the gift of eternal life, that's purpose. And you don't have to be in full-time ministry for that to be your purpose. I think it's an easy out To think I'm not on mission, I'm not a missionary, because I work in a cubicle, because I'm a nanny, because I'm a student. But all of us have a purpose in Jesus Christ, right? Purpose comes with Christianity. If you go to church, if you know Jesus, you now have a purpose. You're a disciple. Your purpose is heaven and to bring as many people with you as you can, you know? Yeah. I want that. I want to bring as many people with me as I can. Like, I want to bring my niece and nephews with me to heaven. I want my family to be in heaven with me. I want my barista every morning to be in heaven with me. I want to bring those people, you know? It's not about having a platform. It's not about having followers in order to be about the Father's business. It's about walking in step with Jesus, being on mission with Him, having your purpose in Him only for today.
0: What do you think is the Father's business in your life? Or do you think it's a universal?
1: Yeah, I think there's the universal call to holiness right, and the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. That's the church, Bible, <laughs> religious answer. For me personally, It kind of makes me want to cry thinking about it. The Father's business right now for me is to deeply heal and reveal my identity in Him. I think that is His primary objective in our relationship is to heal all the places in me that have been wounded or damaged, lied to, Anything that has assaulted my identity as his beloved daughter and by virtue of that really damaged my relationship with him, broken my trust with him, his business is my heart. I'm his business. Mm -hmm. Thanks for asking. Yeah. What's the father's business for you?
0: I feel like I always have a bajillion thoughts.
1: Sure. I I mean, he's doing lots of things. Yeah. Yeah. I think the father's
0: business right now for me, teaching me how to love my kids more. I feel really in tune with Jesus as a leader, wanting to be a leader like he is a leader. I feel really in tune with the idea of unity and that he is so glorified by unity. I feel really in tune with what we did in BISVBS still. I want more and more faith. I want to believe in miracles. I want to believe in healing. I want to show my kids how to be with him. I want them to love him. walking with him through all of those things.
1: The umbrella is him bringing every aspect of your life in tune with who he is and who he wants to be for you. Yeah. So your work, he's invested in that. He's interested in you as a leader. Your vocation, he's interested in in your motherhood, he's invested in your motherhood. Your prayer, he wants to deepen the gifts and the graces that he's given you. And really giving you a, even a vision of his own heart for unity. I think that's beautiful. I'm
0: in love with him just lighting one step at a time. It's literally all I can do. Yeah. Father Jerome just talked about it today. How it funny. was the coolest.
1: What was it?
0: He was talking about being vigilant, uh-huh. staying awake. And he said, how do we stay awake? Which is a common question that my almost 10-year-old asks me all the time. She's like, Mom, how do we stay awake? What does that mean? But the priest today talked about staying awake is reading the Word. And then he talked about the Word being a lamp. And that's the only way we can walk, to know the Word, yeah. which is lighting every single step we take. Yeah, Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet.
1: Yeah, I don't know who said it, but I remember hearing, why would you carry a lamp down by your feet? Yeah. You can only see the very next step. So I wonder if the Lord is literally doing that in your life. He's giving you pieces of all these different areas and saying like, yep, come a little closer in this area. Yep, come a little bit closer. I'll just give you the next step in your motherhood, in your work, in your identity, in your marriage. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That's cool. I'm here for it. You have a theme, the next step.
0: Only for today.
1: (laughs) The Father's business. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's the other one? Rise, Rise. Let us
1: be on our way. If you need some morning motivation like yours truly, head on over to the Blessed Is she shop. <laughs> Pick up a Rise, Let Us Be On Our Way
0: poster. You're going to love
1: it. So I've been reading about St. Francis Xavier. He's a priest. He's Thank a you. missionary. He's one of the original Jesuits. And how he baptized hundreds of thousands of Of people. And he was like an intellectual and he just wanted like this cushy intellectual life in the church. But he met Saint Ignatius and this missionary spirit was ignited within him. And actually, they parted ways, never to be seen again. Saint Ignatius used to carry a letter from Saint Francis Xavier in his coat pocket, like right next to his heart. They just were so deeply united in love and mission, but never saw each other again. So he went off to Asia to preach the good news and he would call people together and he would first speak to children and he would teach them songs about Jesus and songs about church teaching like the 10 commandments and the translation wasn't even always right so some people thought he had a gift of languages but he didn't he always struggled he always wasn't totally sure he was getting the teaching across anyway he baptized hundreds of thousands of people and I just think that's a great life You know, that's a life of purpose. Mm. And how easy it would have been for him to say, I'm thousands of miles from home, and I'm totally alone, and I'm rejected. But instead, he just got up every single day and brought the gospel to strangers. So surely bringing the gospel to the people in my own life, you know, might actually be just as hard. Totally. But it's not different. I just can't get over that. Like, it's easy to look at him and say like, oh, he was a missionary. He was a priest. He had great gifts. But we have a call too. It's why I love the saints to look at them as an example of a person just like me who got up every day and lived for the kingdom.
0: Totally. I think it's cool to really think about what the Father's business is for each one of us. Mm -hmm. What does he want? from us? How does he want to grow close to us? What is he trying to teach us?
1: I think you can do that simply by asking the Lord, what is your business when it comes to me? Or what is the business that you and I are in together?
0: Ooh, I like that.
1: Yeah. You know what I think is like bringing it around for me is that we look at someone like St. Francis Xavier and we think that was heroic, but what's heroic is waking up in the morning doing exactly what you're doing with more love, with Jesus, with the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, living your life right where you are with purpose. St. Francis Xavier just woke up in the morning and lived his life right where he was, and that was heroic. Jenna, you want to close this in prayer? I would love to. Thanks, friend. In the name of the Father,
0: and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, thank you so much for loving each one of us so tenderly. Thank you for setting a mission on our hearts, the only we can step into, the only we can do with you. Lord, I ask for an increased desire to know you and your word, to let your word light our every single step. Thank you, Father, for the gift of today, for the gift of this moment. Holy Spirit, I ask that you just move in us today, that we remain docile to wherever it is that you're leading us. Thank you, Father. We say this all in your Son's most holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, Beth. Jenna. Thank you. Thanks for praying with me. Always. I love it. I can't wait to hear more about your heroic minute.
1: I can't wait to see how it goes as well. Talk soon.
0: Bye. Thanks so much for gathering with us here on the Blessed Is She podcast.
1: Send over all your questions using the Anchor app.
0: We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us at blessedishu.net slash community and join us on
1: all your favorite social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I love Twitter. Until next time.